A good day to be a Hawkeye, folks. Iowa, the men, the women, and the football team all taking care of business. And uh, a couple good wins in there. Iowa, the men, defeating Seton Hall in a third-place game down at the Radies Children's Invitational in San Diego. 90, or excuse me, 85-72, to 72, a double-digit victory for the men and the women just finishing up their game against Purdue-Fort Wayne down at the Gulf Coast Showdown in Florida with a first-round win, 98 to 59. We're here recapping it with you. I'm Corey Bratta from the Hawkeye of the Storm. It has been a busy, busy day after we went a couple of hours with Coach John Patterson talking about Iowa football's win over Nebraska. And um, plenty to get to over the next couple of hours. We're going to do our best to recap it all. I shouldn't say next couple of hours. I really don't want to be here for two more hours. I know people probably get tired of me saying that. But uh, the, the plan here is this. Uh, we're going to be with you at least for the next hour. And we can kind of go back and forth. I don't have necessarily a plan as far as how we're going to approach this. Um, but the bottom line is you are free to call in. I'll throw the link up in the chat. I threw it up in the chat to start things off here this evening. Nobody in our caller queue. This is the first time in quite a while we don't have anybody on the call line to start this game. Everybody's all tuckered out um, after the long show and all the sports here today. We've got more coming tomorrow with the women uh, set to take on a good Florida Gulf Coast team. Um, that uh, has built up some recent pedigree and tradition, if you will, um, over at uh, over down in Florida. This is going to be a home crowd for them. I think there's going to be probably a lot of Iowa fans down there. The, I'll tell you this, the uh, Flow Hoops crew does not do a great job at uh, showing the, um, the crowd. I mean, I know a lot of Iowa fans are down there. I'm sure a lot more than Purdue-Fort Wayne fans, but I'd be curious to see. I'll be curious to see what the distribution is like between Gulf Coast fans and Iowa fans. So again, um, we have uh, our sponsors to thank for our coverage this evening. I mention them all the time, and I'll continue to do so because they are here for a reason. Iowa Smokehouse is part of our coverage, and if you're just joining us or new to the platform, appreciate you being here. But please take a moment to thank our sponsors. Simple ways you can do that: first of all, with Iowa Smokehouse, visit their website and use that code Hawkeyes on a simple order. Use the code Hawkeyes for 15% off your order, courtesy of Iowa Smokehouse. Tasting is believing. They've got uh, great snacks. I mean, whether we're talking about their their jerky, their meat sticks, their uh, steak bites. And I'll give you a little uh, hint here, folks. They ran out of steak sauce this afternoon. I know nobody cares, but this is me. This is my my, uh, tangent story for the day. I ran out of steak sauce on my sirloin, so I went and grabbed my Iowa Smokehouse sweet honey barbecue sauce. All right. Now I wouldn't normally suggest putting barbecue sauce with Iowa with uh, with steak, but man, that's good. Again, everything at Iowa Smokehouse is good. IowaSmokehouse.com. Use the code Hawkeyes for fifteen percent off, and might as well get a fifty dollar order because you do that, you'll get free shipping right to your doorstep. Tasting is believing with Iowa Smokehouse and Brad Van Meter is with us. He's a State Farm agent down in Des Moines. Of course, Caitlin Clark recently hopped on the State Farm train. One of her First commercials with the company recently debuted on national television. Brad is serving uh, his Iowa customers across the state, border to border. Give him a call, 515-256-6480. That's 515-256-6480. Or visit him online at bradbandmeter.com. Brad Van Meter at State Farm in Des Moines. Get a free quote today. All right, uh, so let's get to our a chat. I believe uh, a couple people chiming in here early. Good to see Tony here. I'm sure Tony will be jumping. I'm assuming Tony will jump on with us here in a little bit. Good, uh, good bounce back uh, win for the men. Glad the sky is not falling. And uh, the women with the win as well. And Doug says, would you rather have a rematch with Kansas State or play 
uh, UNC. I, I've said this before, Doug. From a matchup perspective, I'd rather play UNC. I think Iowa has proven they don't match up particularly well with Kansas State, but I'm sure from a competitive uh, standpoint, the women would love another shot at the Wildcats. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. I, I don't even know what the uh, – have they even played that game yet? I, I'm totally out of the loop as far as the – you know, so honed in on uh, – men's basketball and college football to start the day and uh, did watch the entire women's game had two screens going. This seems like the thing you have to do every year. Now I know the last two years, Iowa's had games at the same time. The good news is the Rays invitational was smart enough to stagger men's basketball so that they ensured there would not be overlap with the football team. That is a good um, plan was a good uh, setup for the organizers down in San Diego. So congrats to them on that. But, um, yeah, I would say definitely uh, from a position and from a matchup standpoint, if I'm Iowa, I would much rather take on UNC. To give everybody an update on uh, Kansas State, they did beat Western Kentucky earlier today, 77-61. And um, the other game, let me find the North Carolina score. They beat Vermont in a tight one, 54-51. So there you go, two top 25 teams on that side of the bracket, plus a Florida Gulf Coast team that is fringe top 25. So that's a good draw down there at the Florida Gulf Coast, um, the uh, Gulf Coast showdown or showcase, whatever they call that down there. So uh, Iowa with an opportunity, even though uh, this win's not going to help them at all, the, the win over Fort Wayne this evening, going to help them on the resume. It will help them. They can get a win tomorrow and certainly get a win Sunday, win back-to-back and win three games in three days. That will help the resume as well. Spot, thank you for being here. I uh, do what I can here, and and everybody else follows suit and helps make this show possible. So thank you, Spot. By the way, uh, the number to call, if you want to call by means of uh, our phone line, is 515-635-1601. 515-635-1601. And um, you may hear some hold music and put you on hold if we've got another call on the line when you call, but you'll be in the queue. 515-635-1601 or click the link in the description below. Uh, Deegan Gambler, thank you for being here as well. Ari Gold is here. It is a great day to be a Hawkeye fan. Murph is here. Perfect day for the Hawks. Absolutely. T. Hink, Seton Hall isn't very good. Horrible defense. They don't box out at all. Um, Well, let me look at the numbers, uh, T. Hink, because uh, I'm kind of juggling two box scores, going back and forth between two, two box scores here. Iowa won the rebounding battle. I remember that Iowa actually won that battle against Oklahoma yesterday. That's what was so surprising about that game against the Sooners because Oklahoma is the much more athletic team, and yet Iowa out-rebounded them. Today, uh, Seton Hall out-rebounded Iowa, 38-36. Um, so I- I'm assuming that... Uh, I'm assuming you're you're basically saying T Inc that Iowa should have dominated the glass. I I, I don't know, uh, but they did not. Numbers wise, they did not. Seton all 38, Iowa 36. The Hawks did respond today with seven threes, shot 37 percent from three, and uh, that was big because yesterday they struggled. Made one three through the first like 35 minutes of the game. Had a couple late that kind of padded the numbers, but they were not good from three. Much more comfortable from outside. Tony Perkins. Started off hot, as did uh, Peyton Sanford. Both those guys have been up and down during their careers, and this team needs those two guys to step up and be consistent. Easier said than done, but a good start today. Uh, Seton Hall, the main reason they won the rebounding category is because how much they were on the offensive glass. 
They shot 36%. Should not have been in this game. Iowa shot 56.4%, but Seton Hall stuck around because he had 16 offensive rebounds to Iowa's three. 16. So maybe Tank is referring more to, more so toward Iowa's lack of rebounding. But, uh, yeah, that's what kept uh, Seton Hall around. But give Iowa credit. Solid win. I don't know anything about Seton Hall. You're saying Seton Hall's not very good. We'll see. I think they're probably middle of the pack of the Big East at best. But they needed to. Iowa needed to win this game, especially after losing to, uh, you know, Creighton and losing to Oklahoma. They needed to win this game. Let's go to our first Iowa Smokehouse caller of the day. Thank you for calling Iowa Post Game here from the Hawkeye of the Storm. Who's on the line? Yeah, this is uh, Mike from Cedar Falls. Hey, Mike from Cedar Falls. How are you? Uh, good. How you doing, Corey? Doing good, man. Hey, it's first time caller, so I'll be. I'll try to be easy on you. Okay. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say that uh, it was a good uh, bounce back win for the uh, Iowa men. Um, I kind of was wondering what your your thoughts were on uh, Owen Freeman. You think he uh, eventually will uh, enter the starting lineup? Well, he got in the rotation earlier than all the other freshmen did today. I noticed that was a little bit of a tweak with the uh, with the lineup with the rotation today. As Fran put him in, I can't remember what the group. He was on the floor with was, but it was it was a lot of older guys plus Owen Freeman. I think we're seeing him uh, proving himself, and offensively today his numbers didn't you know blow off the stat sheet. He ended for the day, uh, let's see, three of four from the field, six points, three rebounds. But uh, you know he obviously looks the part. He's comfortable down low, and he's playing good competition. Finally, um, I think what we saw, especially second half against Oklahoma. You know, you could see his confidence just growing step by step. He's played some pretty good big guys. I mean, the the guy from Oklahoma that transferred in from Pitts, a big body. He obviously went up against uh, Kalkbrenner for Creighton, went up against some physical guys today at Seton Hall. So that's good. They need to get him ready for the Big Ten. But I don't know that he's going to start. I don't know, you know, who do you put him in for, I guess. That'd be my question to you. Who would you insert him into lineup for at this point? Well, I think it kind of depends on uh, Patrick McCaffrey. I think if if he would continue to struggle a little bit, I think maybe you make that switch, but I know, I know Patrick played a little bit better tonight. His numbers were better than they were uh, the other game. So, but I agree with you. If, if you're going to take anybody out, it'd probably be Patrick um, DeSante Bowen. You know, he's not scoring much, but man, he's been really efficient with the basketball and uh, you know, you, you want your point. You're on the floor. I don't think to- Tony has proven that at times he can get a little bit careless with the basketball. I think you'd prefer DeSante to be handling the ball, bringing it up the court. And uh, we have seen a combination of Cricky and, and Dembele. And then we've seen Cricky and Freeman. So it'll be interesting. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, this is not typically a Fran thing to do, but would it shock me to see Fran mix up the starting lineups depending on the matchups in the big 10? I I don't know. Maybe. I mean, he may go some days with Cricky and, Freeman and you know I I don't wish anything bad on Patrick McCaffrey but you know he has not always been a starter and for various reasons of course last year took a break due to some anxiety issues so my guess is if they had to put one more player in the lineup right now it would be either Dix or Freeman and if they need size it's got to be Freeman and do you think like once the Big Ten season starts do you think Fran will kind of limit the amount of guys that are playing or do you think he'll still roll with 10 I think he's probably going to go with 10. I mean, I go back to the same question I asked asked you to start out with, you know, who do you who do you insert Freeman over? Who, who would you not play at this point? I mean, I think, you know, unless it's somebody yeah. like 
like sand like price maybe but man i i think yeah. price is not yet really flash he flashed i think in the exhibition game from three he's a better three-point shooter than he's shown i think you gotta get brock harding minutes i don't i, I think you're gonna need oh, him yeah, down the stretch yep. and i think yep. dembele is the, their best defender their most athletic player so yeah i don't know who, who who do you not play i think uh you know maybe you could argue one of the two freshmen that are uh maybe not as uh, involved in the lineup. I mean, Harding had nine minutes tonight and Price had three. So judging by that, those would be the two guys. But I, I see both those guys playing. And again, injuries are a part of basketball, just like they're a part of football. Yep. Those things can happen. The football team's been just had some really bad luck with the injury bug this year. It's unfortunate. They sure have. They, they sure have, and they've battled through them and say what you want about the offense. Uh, tremendous head coaching job. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, hopefully Phil Parker uh, wins, you know, the defensive coordinator of the year because he definitely deserves it. He sure does. Yeah, so that's all I got for you, Corey, but uh, I just want to thanks uh, for taking my call, and hopefully I'll uh, call back in again. Sounds good, sir. We'll look forward to it. All right. Thanks, Corey. Appreciate our caller there from Cedar Falls. And uh, we've got several people now finally um, jumping on here. So every one of you who's waiting to jump on the show, you ought to be ashamed of yourselves because you took more than five minutes to come on the show. So uh, you reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. I'm kidding, of course. Again, we're recapping Iowa's 85-72 win uh, down at the Radies Invitational in San Diego, along with the Iowa women and their defeat of Purdue-Fort Wayne, 98-59. The women will play... Florida Gulf Coast tomorrow. The men will head back home, have a little bit of a break. They'll get uh, North Florida in a few days, then have another break, and then we hit conference play with Purdue and Iowa State's looming, Michigan's looming. Uh, it uh, doesn't get any easier. Uh, North Florida, I don't know anything about the, what are they, the Falcons, the Eagles, whatever they are. A couple of years ago, I know they were a three-point shooting team. I don't know much about them at this point, but that will be the last tune-up before you get to some pretty important games. Uh, in the month of December. As I mentioned, Iowa Smokehouse is sponsoring our call-in line. We'll go back to our next caller, and it is none other than James. James, welcome to the show. Uh, I was going to put in the chat, I was going to say, they're the North Florida Ospreys. Oh, the Ospreys, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. You yeah. sure they're not the Toucans or the Peacocks? No, uh, that's uh, St. Peter's, but... Oh, that's right, there is a Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> there is a Peacock. <clears throat> Uh, go ahead. Sorry. But no, I feel like it's a good win, obviously. As you say, I feel like you needed that coming off of Oklahoma. And Oklahoma be <clears throat> beat USC, so obviously Oklahoma might be better than people thought. Oklahoma's good. I mean, I, I yeah. said yes, that's a good conference. Uh, even if Oklahoma, you know, last year they finished lower quarter of the Big 12. That's a good conference. I don't think people realize how good the Big 12 is. Everybody in that conference is competitive. And... um yeah, I don't know. USC may be a little overhyped, but I think in general, uh, that's a top 25 team. I think Oklahoma's a top 25 team. They'll probably be ranked come Monday. Yeah, for sure. And obviously with people saying that the only guy I can see us not playing would be probably Price, just because I feel like Price doesn't play as much as the other one. So I think if he dumbed it down to nine, it probably would be Price. That's the only guy who wouldn't. Like, you know, if he went from 10 to nine, like once you got the pre-10 play, but I feel like Price could give you a couple of minutes here and there, you know, and he maybe can hit a couple of threes because you know his brother can. But you know what's ironic about that, uh, James? If you had asked me prior to the season, what's the one? Who's the one freshman that if you had to think, hey, this guy's going to come in and contribute right away? I would have said Price. 
because of his ability to knock down threes. But I think you're right. Right now, he's probably number four as it relates to the freshman. Um, and, you know, I think he's going to play. But, uh, I mean, 10 is not too many guys. I don't yes, and it's not, and it's not. But I mean, like if you get in that situation sometimes where you don't want to, uh, he doesn't want to play. When I feel like the one he would choose not to play, sure, would be well, because only played three, play three minutes tonight. Yeah, I mean, you have a lot of wing depth, obviously, with Patrick and Peyton and then Raji. So you have that wing depth you want already. So, but rebounding, rebounding, kind of, I feel like was emphasis this game and it showed obviously there was a lot of times where they could get second even third fourth chance even third and fourth chances you know like keep getting off the rebound they kept getting chances and i think that's something that shows you like some we kind of talked about as an issue that could be an issue that rises obviously it won this game but you know if you play a better team like uh obviously purdue who has ed like somebody like that it could hurt you in the long run I'm just looking through. I know I looked at it, but I was looking through Seton Hall's schedule. Yeah, they didn't play anybody until they got to this tournament. They only lost by eight to USC yesterday. I think the team that showed up today in Iowa would have challenged Oklahoma. They may not have won because I think Oklahoma is just really good and really athletic. Uh, I didn't watch that game against USC. I'm not surprised they won whatsoever. They hit. Uh, they I shot a three. Oklahoma shot a three at the at like with like four seconds left, and the dude tipped it in, and it, that's how they won the game for Oklahoma. But so I won by two, but yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, I think uh, I think that's a good field. I think they got a good field this year. Uh, I'm trying to remember who they have next year. Uh, do you Either know BYU, BYU, Purdue were two that I remember. I don't remember anybody else. That. I know Purdue was one of them because they were talking about how good it was going to be to have Purdue there because they were like, no, I'm talking about. I'm, yeah, I'm not talking about the field. I'm talking about Iowa's tournament next oh, year. Oh, you know what I don't, know, I don't know about that. Okay, well. I'm guessing maybe Doug or Tony know when they for the for the on the women's side though. Obviously, you know they struggled a little early, but it was good to see them. You know, in the first like five minutes of the first quarter, they kind of it was back and forth a little bit. But I wasn't really scared about it because you know I felt like it's a team that we could have compete with, and or we don't we can beat. Obviously, we're better than them, and I think they showed that going on the rest of the game. And as they said, Caitlin Clark didn't actually play a lot, as much as you thought she wouldn't. She still put up a lot of points, so that's always a benefit too to get a lot of the other girls playing time in a situation like that. James, if I was going to complain, but certain people think that uh, all you do is you go out here and you complain about the Hawks. So, if I was to complain about anything with the women, what would it be tonight? Um, I'm not sure. I watched I watched some of the game obviously after that men's game, but I wasn't really. They were started blowing them out, so I kind of tuned out a little bit. Well. Um, what was uh, what was the score beginning of the fourth quarter? We're up by thirty. Try again. Well, we won by forty, didn't we? Iowa was up by forty to start the fourth quarter. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And who was still in the game? Caitlin Clark. That's a bad look. That's a Caitlin bad look. Clark, Hannah Stolke. And then to be honest with you, to be honest with you, that's the that's the thing that you to me. I would want to get the other girls' time, like Kenny Johnson, ETN, like, you know, Taylor McKay, like girls like that. And the fact that, like, yeah, you don't need them now, but what did you say earlier? I'm sorry. I just got a kick out of this yeah. comment from Dustin. You'd complain about playing starters too long. You, you don't need you don't need them now, but what did you say earlier about the football team? Say it again. You you, you don't need them now, like Kenny Johnson, ETN, but what did you say about the football team earlier? 
Well, yeah. I mean, you never know when you're going to need them. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what that's my I, point. Is like, I don't know what's going on with Kenny's Johnson, Etienne, or AJ Edgar in practice, or Jada Jimphy, but like, I don't just don't know why. Why would any of those girls need to be on the court when you're up forty? I, I just don't get yeah, that. And, and, like, especially when you play tomorrow. Yeah. Like, and then, then you Hannah, get them more Hannah rest. Hannah Stokey went down with an injury. I don't know if anybody missed that, but uh, yeah. And I feel like that's obviously one of the bigger things too, because I remember one of the things we talked about coming into the year was rebounding and not having up big as much as like, obviously we have Goodman and we have Edgar and obviously she's not playing a lot, but you know, like well, the one thing we said was rebounding. That we felt like it's going to be an issue. Right. And I know a lot of people's talk was, let's say, I hope Stokey doesn't miss any time, obviously. Right. But I know a lot of people's talk was, Oh, we have Stokey to do that. Now, if we don't have Stokey to do that, now what's going to happen with the rebound? You know what I mean? Like that was people's, it was like, Oh, we have Stokey to do that. If you don't have Stokey now, how are you going to rebound? You know what I mean? Like that's just what I'm kind of scared about with the fact that like, especially when you play the better teams, I think you can beat Florida golf coast without Stokey. It's going to be tough, but I don't know if they beat North Carolina or Kansas state without Stokey, obviously. Yeah. Well, again, why was, why was she playing? Why was she playing? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not wrong with that for sure, but. And she's coming and she's coming off a knee injury. You know, she had that knee wrapped. Yeah. So. Do, do you know what, it, do you know what it was at all? Do you see anything about what the injury was or not? Yeah. I don't, I, I don't. And I jumped on here. I did go on the, I did jumped on the press conference with, with Fran McCaffrey. We'll try to share that in a little bit, but I did not get on the press conference. With, I don't even know if there was a press conference with coach Bluter, but um, hopefully nothing serious because uh, obviously they need her. Yeah. And back to football, uh, Caleb Brown injury was just a concussion. So, there's a chance he can play next week. So I feel like that's obviously a big for being the guy he is. So there's a chance he can play next week, obviously, with the concussion. You never know, but it's yeah. not like something that could be more serious, if that makes sense. Sure. Yep. I get you. But it's fun. It was a fun weekend, obviously, with being Nebraska is always fun. And then obviously the boys and the women winning and hope the women can keep fighting. But hopefully Stalky's all right. That's, I think, the biggest issue with us. What was. One thing you saw from each game that kind of had you worried. Worried? Yeah. I'm not going to say any. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to say anything about the men because I said enough yesterday and they went out and won by double figures. So I'm not going to say anything that worried me. About I would say uh, for me, I would say you want my point. You want to know what I think? Or not? For me, I would say rebounding just in the fact of like, I feel like when Owen's not on the court. Too many offensive rebounds. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. When, and especially like I saw it happen this way too. When like Owen's not on the court. Cricky's not like doesn't battle as hard for the rebounds. You know what I mean? He doesn't go. I feel like he doesn't like he doesn't play as physical as like Owen. Owen will he's try to get every board. I feel like Cricky tries, but he just gets outmatched with the size. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and Kelly and ZJ both bring up in the chat <laughs> that uh, that Hannah Stolke looked like she maybe turned her ankle. I didn't get a great view on the Flow Hoops broadcast, but um, they are playing on an ice hockey rink. So yeah, uh, you know whatever that means. Yeah, but what was your what, what, what had you worried about the girls if you had to choose one thing? I know they won uh, by forty, but honestly, I don't know how many. Yeah, they won by forty. So the only thing I would say is, why are you playing? Pete? I'd say Lisa Bluter and Jan Jensen. Why are you playing any of the starters? Not just Caitlin, but Hannah Stolke, any yeah. of them. And now, as you say, too, you're up by forty. Now, why? as you say, too, if she's out for more time, like if she's let's say she's out two to three, one to two weeks, that's on you because she shouldn't have been in the game to begin with. If that makes sense, like I'm not trying to downplay Lisa and Jan have done a lot for this program. You know, like I'm not trying to hate on them for that, but saying like in this situation, if she's out for one or two weeks or longer, that's on them. Cause they should, she shouldn't have been in the game in the first place. If that makes sense. Like, well, I'll say this. Um, 
We've got in our on our uh, queue. We've got Mar- uh, Mark. We've got you, James. We've got Doug. Yeah. We've got Tony. And let's see, uh, who did we miss to start? Our caller from Cedar Falls. U five up by forty in the fourth quarter. Lisa could put put in U five, and I think you could hold down the fourth. I, I mean, I, there's I, absolutely zero reason. There's absolutely zero reason to be there. Were they going to even score? What were the chances? They didn't uh, score. They scored like what? I think they even only scored like four points or six points in the whole quarter. What were the chances that Fort Wayne would score 30 in one quarter, let alone 40? Even if all the players sat down. Even if they scored. Ran the clock every time they had the ball, would they score 40? I don't know. I don't think so. I think, but I think even if you give up 20, I mean, you you can give up 20 and not have to worry. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like in that general, like, and you got to think too. If you put them in the game, you don't think Taylor McCabe's can hit one or two threes? You know what I mean? You don't think yeah. like Yeah, I, I don't get it. But you know what I mean? Like you get points too if you have the other girls in as well. But I brought that again, but nobody's gonna want to hear it until someone gets hurt. Until someone and, gets hurt, and, and that's well, what happens to tonight. You see what happens now. Now they're probably gonna want to hear it a little bit. And I think it's gonna be interesting if they do do a press conference to see if somebody asks her that question ask Buddha that question. Yeah, and Kelly in the chat, um, they were trying to get Caitlin a double double. That's a bad look. I don't. I don't I, care if you're trying to give somebody a double double. If a win's a win, I don't care about stats. A win's a win. I take the win. I take the forty points. And even if I win by twenty, because I take my starters, I'll take the twenty point win. It's a win. I'm on to the next round. And if they set out a whole quarter, you know what? That's a benefit of the next day, because I guarantee you, Florida got close to get the Daryl players out a whole quarter. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, absolutely. In a tournament setting, it's it's even smarter yeah. to be resting your starters. So anyway. Yeah. But I'll let you go, and uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow with them playing Florida Gulf. Do you know what time they play Florida Gulf Coast at all? I think it's 7.30. By night? Obviously. Not in the morning. Not in the morning. Well, yeah, hopefully not. Okay. Yep. All right. Talk to you later. Thank you, sir. We had, uh, let's see, Mark Mark Dix. Is that maybe in re- relation to uh, Josh Dix? Mark, Mark Dix is in the chat here a second ago. He says, great day to be a Hawkeye. And he was jumping in and out of the queue. So if we get him back in here, we'll try to – to throw Mark into the mix, maybe no relation to Josh, but good to have you in here, Mark. And thanks for being a part of the show. And uh, let's see. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Bits and pieces in the chat. Uh, there's a LSU troll. Apparently this is the same one that keeps coming into the chat. It's amazing. Like you really, um, it's amazing. I, I don't even know what to say. Um, James Ramsey says that Hannah must not be too bad as Lisa is hoping she's ready for tomorrow. So if that's the case, then uh, great. Uh, fantastic. Um, but again, no reason to be playing her in the fourth. Um, okay, let's go back to our Iowa Smokehouse call-in line. Before we do that, um, let's give a quick shout-out to RTI Threads. Talked about them at length. We'll continue to do so. RTIthreads.com to check out Carson Shire's apparel line, Aiden Hall, Zach Lutmer, Aaron Graves. All those kids have uh, great merch and apparel lines check it out rtithreads.com you can also buy cooper the gene apparel at cd3lacesup.com hoodie t- t-shirt it wasn't a fair catch i saw it wasn't a fair catch sign i think that was at the game in san diego i believe so uh, that was pretty cool but again rtithreads.com and we'll get to our rti threads player of the game for both of these games here in a little bit uh let's go to our next caller on the phone line Thank you for calling Iowa Post Game, our Iowa Smokehouse call in line. Who's on the line? You're so fucking hot. So Thank you, sir. Hot. All right. We'll move on from that. 
the one time I, you know, as soon as I feel like it's safe to not screen calls, that has happened. Because that fool has tried to call in, I don't know how many times, and I've screened him out. We've screened him out. We've gotten smarter than him. But you let your guard down and you pay for it. And some people have no lives. So, okay. Let's go back to our phone line. Doug. 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 Yes. Was that you calling a second ago, Doug? No. Okay. Good. But but you are hot. But that's beside oh, the point. Hey, yeah. uh, we're we're going to take Doug out. <laughs> Whoa. Everybody just, needs to, everybody just needs to hold tight. Don't panic. Okay. Let's not panic. Let's try this one more time, Doug. Okay. I was just joking with you, buddy. No, I, you, buddy. I was just joking with you. No, uh, no, uh, no, it's a great day to be a Hawk. Uh, great to, for the football team and all that. And uh, uh, crazy football game. And uh, yeah, it's a good basketball game. Uh, double figure win. And uh, yeah, I was very happy to be down here. Uh, I was very happy I got to meet, uh, uh, talk to uh, uh, Chris Kingsbury, uh, one of my childhood people. Um, his son Carter obviously is on the team, and that was really cool. And uh, no, and uh, just you know, uh, yeah, it was a good game. <laughs> just traveled down to San Diego. Good for him. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, there was a lot of people from Iowa. I was very, very, uh, very, uh, very happy about you know. All the fans were pretty nice, even from the other teams. I was really surprised seeing how people were here, and they were really respectful and stuff like that. And you know, uh, but yeah, Seton Hall fans were there. It was a good amount. Like, I mean, they, they had a whole corner, and um, you know, I mean, I, I I'm very bad judge of how many people were there. Um, we were we were talking about the arena and the backdrop uh, yesterday, and there one of the things I noticed there was a you know. I don't. You're, you're really young, so you might not remember. Like there used to be these old uh, analog, you know, the clocks, you know, sure. those old school clocks. Like you'd have in a gymnasium, and uh, it kind of reminded that really kind of reminded me of a, a gymnasium <laughs> um, type well, of thing. Basically, the equivalent of high school. I mean, that's what you said. Yeah, and, and it was, it, you know, the bleacher. It was basically bleachers and stuff like that. And they're, um, yeah. So, yeah. But. Oh, well, I, I tell you what, uh, Doug, they, they needed this win, and I don't know how much it's going to help them in March. Um, I don't know how good the Seton Hall team is going to be, but you don't want to start the season, what, four and three? Well, they would have been three and three. I'm sorry. They would have been three and three had they lost today. Yeah. And, you know, to get this win and get out, you know, you don't want to go home 0-2. Mm -hmm. And now they're going to be able to go into a little bit of a break with some momentum. They should beat North Florida. I don't know. Purdue's going to be a handful. I have no idea how they're going to handle – Zach Eady. I have no idea how they're going to handle Zach Eady, but uh, mm -hmm. that should be a fun game. Maybe. Well, the other thing you, you, the, you guys have talked about and other callers and people have talked about is Ben really isn't that. I mean, he's a good scorer, a good low post player. He has a decent mid range game, so he's not physical on the boards. And I, I don't think he had but three rebounds today. And yeah, that's uh, five, how many rebounds do you have? One rebound. He had one rebound. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, they need a, a lot. What was that? <laughs> one rebound. Let, yeah. Let's give a shout out to Patrick McCaffrey. He had six rebounds today. Uh, he needs to do more of that. Ten points for Patrick, six rebounds. But but Cricky, the five assists, we saw his ability to dribble drive. He had a, he was plus 11 when he was on the game 
in the game. So yeah, he's still our Jack Reds player of the game. But he, he is. I asked Fran this afterwards because I was able to hop on the Zoom press conference. He is as skilled of a big as I've seen from a Fran McCaffrey big, with the exception being Luca Garza. Like I think he's more skilled yeah. than Tyler Cook. I know Fran probably wouldn't admit that. Tyler was a freak athletically, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron White wasn't a true big, in my opinion. Um, those are the two guys that that Fran brought up during the press conference. Ben is as skilled; he's more skilled than Philip Robracha. Philip, I think, was a better rebounder, more physical player, more physical defender. But Ben can do a lot of things. Yeah, um, Patrick. Yeah, well, the third, <laughs> there there was a. It was weird, also, to be at a tournament where your third place game was after. Uh, the championship and the and the Oklahoma's walking out with a championship and you're still waiting to play and that's just why you know I, we were, I was chatting third place when we got done and uh, yeah sorry for coming on you know, the way I did when uh, you uh, put me on but it, it was just it was just weird to be playing in that you know I was just trying to have some fun with the, but the third place game being after the um, championship game was really weird. Um, I don't know if anyone else thought that, but you know, we we were there and I still on Oklahoma. Like I said, the fans from the other schools were all really nice. The Oklahoma fans were really nice for the most part to us. And we talked about Bob Stoops quite a bit. And um, you know, they hate Nebraska as well. So uh enemy of your enemy is your friend, I guess. So uh, that was cool. And uh yeah, so um yeah, I, the lineup, and as far as many players that they play, I, I don't think there's a problem playing 10 players, but um, I think the problem is rebounding and post-defense, obviously. Well, giving up threes, but um, – and I don't know, if Pat, it's hard because I don't see Patrick not playing, but I don't know if Owen and Ben is a good combination to have either. So, um, I, it, well, it hasn't looked all that well yet, um, you know, but I, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't – I don't know well, if it's better than Fran is playing. I mean, first of all, I think they can be with the guys they have. I think Fran can be pretty versatile with who he plays where. Like I think Logi can play the five if he needs to with certain yeah. lineups. I think they can play Owen at the four or the five. I think they can play, you know, Cricky at the four or the five. He'll probably be at the five most of the time. But I think yeah. Ben's ability to stretch the floor is what they're gonna really have to to, to beat teams like Purdue, because they're gonna get eaten alive at times against Zach Eady. He has got to stretch the floor against Purdue. And yeah. Philip Racha, that's one thing Philip just couldn't do. He's undersized, couldn't really stretch the floor. You know, he's going to bang with you down low. But Ben has the ability to, to offensively stretch the floor. And I think that's that could be the difference maker against the bigger guys in the Big Ten. Yeah, they just don't have someone like Racha this year, like that physical presence that they had, um, you know, with him. I mean, Owen's bigger but you know even Robach was more physical than Owen is and he obviously was a lot older he was 4.5 but you know hopefully you know Owen gets more physical uh speaking of Dix I think you know when he was in the lineup they did really well I know that this you know we've been talking about what who should be in the backcourt uh DeSante and Brock both had their moments but uh I thought Dix uh had a calming presence at times and you know they looked a little bit better when he was in there but I don't know if he's a, a true point guard. I was glad to see him hit a couple threes. I was glad to see that you know they they shot better today. Um, every, all the teams shot better today. Like I said, maybe it was the backdrop. Um, 
yeah, I'm going to get off uh, before I make any other dumb comments. To you. <laughs> I was just kidding you, buddy. But um, oh, yeah. uh, no, uh, no, I, uh, like I said, just try to have a good last night here before I leave. And uh, hopefully uh, everyone has a, a good weekend and uh, doesn't spend too much money on Black Friday. All right. Great, great via Hawk. Three great victories. Hopefully the women bring home a championship. Oh, my, my question I asked in the chat. Um, who, who would they want to play in the championship? Kansas State again or UNC or does it matter? Yeah, I, I made I commented on that. Well, there go there he goes. Uh, yeah, I think uh, again competitively, Kansas State logistically, matchup wise, I'd rather play North Carolina. I don't even know North Carolina's roster real well, but I, I, we've just seen them lose twice now in two years to Kansas State. So uh, I would much rather. Uh, I'd much rather Iowa have uh, a game against uh, North Carolina from a matchup standpoint. Um, okay, let's go back to our Iowa Smokehouse call-in line. We're going to try to get somebody legitimate in here. Are you legitimate, Tony? Oh, that's that's some big shoes to fill. Were you the oh. one that called in a few minutes ago? Uh, I was not. Okay, good. I was not. Good. I was not. But... That's the Supports. one. The one that, real quick. That's the that's the same guy that used to call in all the time about. Oh, Spencer. in the late night. Oh, it was the oh, it's the same guy did that too. So now now Petrus isn't a part of the you know roster anymore, so he can't you know. Anyways, I, got you. I have my uh, supports healthy cardiovascular and brain function for energy and metabolism. Wait, you're like a you you are literally like a walking. Advertising. <laughs> I mean, uh, seriously. Oh, by the way, I, you're okay. not to put pressure on you, Tony, because I love the, the uh, support that you uh, give to the sponsors and to the show. I do, really do appreciate that, and you know that. But um, how close is your home to, like, Marty Millard and those guys over at RTI Threads? Do you know? I have no idea. Sorry. I'm in Sioux Falls. That's all I know. Are they well, you're Sioux Falls? Falls? I forget. You're Sioux Falls. They're Sioux Okay. I always no forget problem. Sioux Falls, Sioux City, it's all the same to me. Hour 15. You're in South Dakota? I am, yeah. Wow. Yes. I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity here. No. Do you know any, no. Do you know any of the presidents on Mount Rushmore? Um, no, I do not, unfortunately. Okay. I've, I right. haven't got close enough to touch them. Um, oh, yeah, it is the old Iowa shirt. So Yeah, yeah very nice. Very nice. Um, I do want to... Uh, Put this up. This this was the ball they used today, and that they've used at the tournament. So the um, the importance there is that's the same ball they used in the NCAA tournament. So this year we should not have that. Uh, just because they played two games in November. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. Usually, usually. Oh, it, was no, it was not the same ball. It was a Wilson ball, but it had a different logo. It did not have the NCAA logo. It did not. Okay. Yeah. I, I apologize, but it's, it's the same type of brand ball. It was definitely a Wilson ball. You're right. Okay, I will get to my things. Um, did you watch both games at the same time? It, or I guess, first of all, I saw you put the YouTube link up. Did you purchase Flow Hoops? No. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I? Listen, no, well, I'm, what's I'm, your feelings, Tony? No, I don't care. I, don't, I, don't. <laughs> when, I didn't know they were going to do that. I did. You know, well, first of all, I did. That's what. A couple things. So yes, if anybody missed it, you can watch the game back. It was broadcast live on YouTube. The one we kept talking about. Flow Hoops has it. 
It was also live on YouTube. My guess is, Tony, tomorrow's game will not be live on YouTube. So what they're doing is they're trying they're to trying to get yeah. Exactly. They're trying to get one of the <laughs> trying to get one game from one of the teams during this week of tournament play. It's actually very smart. Oh, yeah. And then they'll yeah. just black everybody out for the next couple of days and and force you to go to flowhoops.com. So um it's going to be, a, I mean, the potential of a couple of really good games over these next two days. So we'll see what happens. But I did not purchase it yet because we watched it on YouTube. Okay. And at what point, um, how long before the game did you notice that that was on YouTube, I guess? Well, let me give a shout out to a viewer because it was actually a viewer yeah. who emailed me. Okay. It was a viewer who emailed me about this. Um, it was Ken Golden. Thank you, Ken. Ken Golden emailed me and said, Corey, Flow Hoops on YouTube has been showing these games free on their channel. Women's game is already queued up for seven fifteen Eastern. All right, so when you when you went to their link, I got uh, make a long story short. I I bought it and I had it on my Apple TV, and you got to see the warm ups for both teams. It was like zoomed out, and you got to see unlimited. So you got to see the whole warm up and stuff like that. So that was kind of neat and interesting because sometimes those with the BTN plus sometimes they just cut away. You know. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to laugh at Tony, but no, you are totally. You are totally trying to defend your $30 purchase. Oh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I, I know it was dumb. I know no, it was dumb. dumb I'm, just saying, I'm just saying some of these other streaming services don't do that. That's all. Oh, uh, that's true. That That's all I was getting at is okay. that Flow Hoops provided that that some of these others don't. Like, it'd be cool if BTN Plus one time would show us more than a minute before tip-off. Oh, here you go. Up oh, now we're tipping off and the games. You know what I mean? Like half the time they they start streaming in the game five minutes in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean that that's what I'm getting at more so is that yeah they were up for like 30 minutes. You got to see the whole warm up between the games, so you knew you weren't going to miss anything. Yeah. So that well, was kind of nice. um, I, I will say, like I said, I, I don't expect it to be on YouTube tomorrow. We'll see. I will say this: uh, still a B grade broadcast for thirty dollars yes. a month. Yep. I would think you could do a little bit better than what they do. Yes. I mean, commentators are okay. They don't have any sound between uh, the commercial. Like, at least have court microphones so that we could hear. Like, the, the guy who, or the girl who shot the half-court shot. Like, I'm, it's great that we could see it, but can we at least know what's going on? Like, who is she? What is she shooting for? But instead, we get to watch the thing with no sound. Yeah. Well, anyways. There, Corey goes complaining again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you mentioned this or not, but did you see uh, Fran go ballistic on Cricky uh, right before the half? No. Okay, so he we gave up that uh, whatever it was, 25, 30 footer from that guy. He's never shot a three, it seems like, in his life. Hit that three. But like Fran went ballistic because he's like, what are you doing? Like they passed the ball to him. Of course, there's two seconds left. What else is he going to do but shoot? And Ben was like 15 feet away from the guy. Like, well, you can't just, yeah, you leave him open in normal flow of play, but you got to know, like, that's funny. You say that I did not see him talking to Ben, but I was watching with a buddy and I was yelling, run at him. Yes. Run like, what else is going to happen? Like, what, is, what, what else is he going to do? One and a half seconds left <laughs> in the half, run at him. Yeah. Fly over him. Do what Tony did yesterday and jump over him. I mean, yeah. what are you going to do? What, what what's he gonna do? Oh shoot! I, I suck at shooting threes. Oh, I just hold on the ball. Okay, halftime. <laughs> he's gonna throw it up. Of course, he's gonna throw it up. So, no, I, it didn't I burn him. Know. It didn't cost him. So, 
Um, did you have the volume on for the uh, men's game then? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I had the volume so, on. It was just a matter of which ear I engaged at what time. Am I not the smartest person, but can you please tell me how to pronounce Laji's last name? They did the same thing yesterday. <laughs> Apparently it's Dimbala. Uh, is it? I thought because when I when I overheard I overheard the PA guy announce it differently on the like when he'd make a shot and you could kind of hear it in the background. They're, it's not Dimbella. Yeah, I know. I was just making sure it's, I wasn't it Dembele? Yeah. 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 But they I used were to think Dembele. I used to think it was Dembele, but it, but it's not I don't know how those Fox you know, those Fox commentators, bless their souls. They needed to do a little bit more research. They got four teams to research. Like, I wouldn't think it's that difficult. Yeah, it's not like a football game. No. And you're Uh, not, I mean, how many, how many um, guys are really going to be playing? You're going to go 10, 11 deep. You're not going to need to know about 12, 13, and 14. Here's what we're going to do real quick. Since you asked, let's go ahead and listen. We'll listen to what uh, the official uh, website has to say about how to, how to pronounce Lodgy's names. Everybody listen closely here. Lodgy Dembele. One, one, one more time for all of our, uh, our people out there. Lodgy Dembele. That's that's tough. How long did how long did it take you to Google that and find that out? Google what and find what? Well, you just Googled the Iowa roster and knew how to pronounce his name. Shouldn't the announcer have done that? That's all I was being. Oh, oh sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, there's not, a, there's not a lot of tough names on this team. Like, no. like Cricky's pretty self-explanatory. Um, I mean, they're not playing Luke Laquetta, Desante no. Bowen. Like, I'm trying to see these other guys that, that there's no other real hard names on this team. Um, now the only one get, that got the only one that got me, and that's not even until I until I after saw him sign. I thought the guy's name was pronounced Even instead of Evan, but then when it came out with the press release, like. You could possibly. That's about it, though. Sure. Yeah, but the, again, he doesn't play. No. So. Exactly. Are you? Can I ask you? You're a basketball guy. Are you a little surprised he doesn't play at all? Yes. I am too. Yes. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess there's no real tangible reason for me to say that. I'm just a little surprised he's not playing. I wish that question would get asked of Fran. Is I it an injury today? I could have asked him that today. The problem with asking a question like that, Tony, in that in that setting, is what's he going to say? You know, he's not good enough. It have to be it have to be like a weekly press conference thing. Like, and you might have to word the question like, "Is is Evan healthy?" or something. Not as in right. like, well, "Why isn't the guy playing?" Right. Is he but, healthy? But even saying is Evan healthy, if he says if he says yes, that's kind of shining a bad light on Evan. Like he's just not good enough. I mean, he may not be. That's just. I mean, he came in here, he was going to be a walk-on. He's on scholarship now, but he was prepared to be a walk-on. So he wanted to be back home, and he's on the team. But And maybe he'll have a, some time down the stretch. I said that, I made the comment, before the Creighton game, I thought that might be a game where we'd see him, simply because of his physicality and his ability to rebound. But they're holding their own so far on the glass. Today, they gave up a lot of offensive boards. But if they can hold their own, we're probably not going to see much of them. And I was, I mean, they, the, the social media account, like they, you know, take pictures of the guys coming and, oh, you know, they're ready to go, you know, whatever they put on the social media account. And the one, the picture was of Evan today. So I was like, oh, he's dressed. He's in picture. Cause it seems like we didn't find out about Riley red shirt until like someone asked Frey. And I think in a, uh, 
press thing like two, three games in. So uh, what's the story with Riley? Oh, Riley's redshirt. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's the same. It's the a, same thing happened a year ago with um, what's his face that went into the portal. Um, now his name escapes me. Kid from uh, Quad Cities. Um, Nimmers. Yeah, Amarian Nimmers. It wasn't until I asked Fran, "Hey, uh, what's the plan for Amarian?" that he said he's redshirting. That was during the season, and that's I made that comment tonight. I love doing what I do, being able to cover the sport like I cover it here with these post game shows, and just keep it to that. But the only thing I wish I could do would be part of more press conferences, and you know I wish we had more Zoom availability. We get a little bit more with men's basketball, and I haven't really. I was taken gonna say, it I think Fran's like one of those religious Zoom type. Of, he likes Zoom. Yeah. It seems like well, he's yeah. Uh, they do a good job of making him available, and I just have yeah. not been available when he's been made available until tonight. I, like I said, jumped on tonight, and um, maybe I can pull that up for people. But anyways, um, what uh, I just have a couple more things. Uh, it was I was nice to see Cricky, and I think we kind of mentioned this with how versatile he is. With about six and a half minutes to go, take that ball from the top of the key and just drive straight to the lane, drive straight to the hoop, and get that and one. He didn't finish it; he missed the free throw. But I felt like that was a turning point where we needed someone to be aggressive. And then the rest of the game was kind of just a little back and forth and we had it in control. Yeah. From, it was about that. six and a half point minutes left, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, Tony uh, mentioned the oh, one. Oh, I just have one last question. Go ahead. Well, the, Go ahead. have you seen the press conference with Fran? Uh, not tonight, but I saw last night. It's four minutes long. Do you want me to share it right now? I don't care. Go ahead. Okay. Let's just go ahead and share it because I don't think we have, let me see if we have anybody else. We have one more person on hold. I think I know who it is. So we'll keep them on hold here, but I did want to get this shown before the end of the game. So, or before the end of the show. So again, thank you to Iowa Smokehouse for sponsoring. We're going to take their banner down for now. Talking about Iowa's win over Seton Hall. Let's go ahead and look at, uh, we'll share our screen here and take a look at uh, Fran McCaffrey's press conference from earlier today, following their win against Seton Hall. Being able to watch Ben play a little bit more, um, it seems like he's got more of a versatile game than maybe I anticipated preseason. Is he as skilled of a big as you've had at Iowa? And what haven't we seen besides, in addition to him being able to shoot the mid oh, and dribble? Can you re redo the question? Can you hear me, Coach? I got you now. I didn't okay. have you before. Sorry. Congrats on the win, Coach. Um, I'm just curious, being able to watch Ben Cricky more and more, it just seems like he's maybe one of the more skilled bigs you've had at Iowa, um, you know, between his ability to shoot the mid-range and, and dribble drive. What haven't we seen out of him? And would you, with the exception maybe being Luca Garza, is there a, a big you've had as skilled as him at Iowa? Aaron White was pretty good. Tyler Cook was pretty good. Those guys were special. But uh, ben, ben is unique. He really is. I mean, he's, he, he's a guy that, he can go off the bounce. He's got the mid-range game. He can play in a screen role. He can make a play for somebody else. And, uh, you know, he's a handful for the defense, and he sets everybody everybody else up. So, really thrilled with him. Kyle, we'll go to you next. 
Yeah, friend, you guys got off to a way better start today. Got off to an early lead. What was different about today's energy with the team compared to yesterday? Well, I, I think uh, I think we knew we had to get off to a really good start today. Uh, you know, based on the fact that you know we rebounded really well yesterday, but we didn't execute offensively at all. Uh, and 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 today our offense was really really uh clicking and that's what we needed tyler we couldn't hear that can you hear me right now or no yeah. i got you um what in particular did you like about the response from ben patrick uh tony and paying for your older guys uh, Well, I think the important thing, Tyler, was that they all respond uh, as leaders, as mature guys who know and understand, have been through it, and also set the tone for the younger guys that came in off the bench, and they did exactly that. So very, very professional approach by those guys. All right. Kyle. Yeah, how important is it to, you know, get a win in a tournament like this so you don't go home 0-2, uh, just to feel good that you come away from, you know, a trip to San Diego and come away with something from it? Yeah, you know, I, I look at it like this. You know, we played a really good – we played two really good teams. but We knew that before we got on the plane. Uh, we played really well today and did some good things yesterday, some things that had to be corrected, and we got them corrected. So that's exactly what we hoped to accomplish when we came out here. All right, we'll go over to Tyler. It's just in the, in the way you guys responded today, um, what did you learn, you know, about this group maybe that you, you didn't already know or that validated something you thought you did? No, they did exactly what I thought they were going to do, Tyler. I mean, this team has been together now for a while. We played three games overseas. We played six games. I expected them to be resilient and to respond the way they did. And I'm really proud of him. All right. We'll do two more questions. Jeff, do you have anything? I know you hopped on late. Okay. I think that is all set for you, Coach. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So that's Fran McCaffrey following uh, the win today against Seton Hall. Uh, kind of an interesting angle on that press conference, right? The up the nose That's, angle. We always yeah. love that, don't we, Tony? <laughs> it's um, um what is it? There's a when Connor, you know, Connor and Patrick had that um uh podcast when Connor, you know, was in uh college and they shared so many stories of Fran not being the technologically brightest guy in in the room and like getting to know Zoom and stuff like that. So that does not uh, shock me in the least, hearing that from his two sons. But, of course, his two sons are going to say that about dad, you know, not knowing technology. Sure. Is there um, anything the one, you learned from that press conference? Is there anything I learned from that press conference? Yeah, anything you learned at all from that press conference, Tony? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, but anyways, so... I did have a football-related question. I think I put it in the chat in your halftime show, and I don't know if you covered it because I didn't watch the full football um, post-game show, and I haven't watched all of them lately. I've watched some of them. 
Has it been mentioned about uh, what Brian's been wearing to games? Yes, it was discussed today on the, the broadcast. Okay. I'll have to read I mean, it. Then. I, I don't know how to respond to it other than I think it's clearly obvious that he's wearing things without Iowa gear. You know, what? why is he doing it? I, I don't know. It's his prerogative. He can do what he wants. Yeah. Once I get, I mean, one thing that Don Patterson did say is he always encouraged his players, hey, we dress. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we wear the same things because we're a team and we're united. But the world has changed. I, I don't know. I would think I would think regardless of how he feels about the administration that Kirk Ferentz or Brian Ferentz, I should say, would want to show respect on the way out. Maybe I don't know. Respect toward the brand, not just the administration, yeah. to the brand that has blessed his family for so many years, and he's given a lot to Iowa. But Iowa's given him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to. Uh, so that was discussed in this latest one. Then that's the yes, it was discussed. Okay. Yep. I'll have to rewatch that one. I was getting, I was watching uh, Iowa State too because they played before we did against uh, Virginia Tech men's basketball. So, and then I don't know if you saw uh, Ohio State's win tonight in men's basketball. I didn't. Who'd they beat? Alabama. Good for them. By double digits. The the Big Ten needs that because the, the yes. Big Ten struggle a little bit here preseason yes. non-conference. That's, outside of Purdue, that's our marquee win. Yeah. And then non conference. Well, this is, is this there, is, I mean, this is not a marquee win, but Iowa was beating Seton Hall's a yeah. good win. Not great. Good win. It's uh, it's solid. You're never gonna have to worry about it dropping below a quad two. I'll say that much. They'll get a chance to beat a Big Twelve team again when they play Iowa um, State here in a few weeks. Yeah. And I believe that game is back here in Ames, if I'm not mistaken. Uh yes, it, it is. is. And uh Ken Palm currently has that as a six point game. Iowa State win. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And he has us going eleven and nine. We'll see. I take eleven and nine. That's, that's fringe NCAA. Yeah. That's fringe. Yeah, with, with how the yeah, that's right about in line with I think what we all thought. But I'll let you get to your last caller and I'll uh rewatch that to get your answer on Brian and all that stuff. So sounds good. Thank you, Tony. Okay. Thank you. Zach, appreciate the super chat a super chat, Zach. Every Iowa team that played today won on my way by drama style, though. On my way by drama style, though. Go Hawks. Thanks for everything you do, Corey. Everyone like and share. I think maybe a little bit of a typo in there, but appreciate that, Zach. Thank you for being here and and definitely appreciate the super chat. Even, man, I can't talk. You know what happens after I'm doing post-game shows every day? Thank you for the super chat, Zach. Uh, Appreciate that. And Ross as well. Thank you, Ross. He says, busy day for all Hawk fans. Thanks for all you do. Corey, go Hawks. Thank you, Ross. Um, Okay. Um, Before we get to, I believe, what's going to be our last caller as we continue to recap Iowa's win over Seton Hall. We haven't talked as much about the women and their victory over Purdue-Fort Wayne. A thrashing Fort Wayne battled for about the first quarter, and then Iowa just took it to them. And uh, they, I think, were up 40 at the start of the fourth quarter. Um, before we get to our what I think is going to be our final caller of the day, I do want to give a special shout out to RTI Threads. Plug them one more time today and the Cooper DeGene line, the CD3 Laces Up line. I saw Carrie earlier in the chat said that uh, she's got the CD3 Laces Up hoodie as well. Support that young man. Maybe if you support him enough, he'll come back. Never know, right? Uh, CD3LacesUp.com. Also, Aaron Graves, Carson Shire, Aiden Hall, Zach Lutmer. We saw some flashes of those first two today. 
and Aiden Hall, Zach Lutmer are on their way in that defense. You can always trust that Phil Parker will get these small-town, hardworking kids involved and groom them, uh, develop them into NFL products. RTIthreads.com. Shop all these uh, young athletes, lines, apparel, merch, etc. Again, RTIthreads.com. Also want to give a special shout-out to Brad Van Meter and his team down at State Farm. Get a quote on auto insurance. Also, home renters. Uh, business insurance, 515-256-6480 is the number for Brad and his team. You can uh, also visit him online, bradvanmeter.com. Be a part of the State Farm team like Caitlin Clark now is. And, of course, Brad and his team will uh, serve you and your needs wherever you live in the state of Iowa. Again, bradvanmeter.com and 515-256-6480. All right, let's go to I. Again, what I think is going to be our final caller of the evening. Thank you for calling Iowa Post Game here from the Hawkeye of the Storm, our Iowa Smokehouse call in line. Who's on the line? Hey, Corey, this is Zach. How you doing? Good, Zach. How are you? Good. Great day to be a Hawkeye. Trifecta. Started Absolutely. with a kicker that no one knew. Making a game-winning field goal ends with two basketball victories. Absolutely, sir. Can't, can't, uh, can't ask for much more after kind of a rough... Uh, I wouldn't say a rough week. Iowa, of course, beat Illinois last week. The, the football team did. But, you know, you get the women's loss to Kansas State. You have the men losing to Creighton and then not looking yep. real great against Arkansas State. So this is a good uh, good bounce back, especially after the loss for the men yesterday. Yeah, good bounce back by the men. I I, I really like Cricky's game, especially, you know, when he's doing those, I don't call it the old wily vet, dipsy-doo moves that he can get everybody on somehow. Um and I agree with you as far as, as far as full skill set. Yeah. Luca was a great shooter. He could post up. He didn't have those moves that Cricky does. And all Aaron, I mean, Aaron white was very athletic and he could dunk <laughs> as far yeah. as overall skill set. I think Cricky is one of the better ones Iowa's had. I agree. Yeah. And he's not the best athlete. He's <laughs> far from the best athlete, but his ability, right. <laughs> I'm just impressed with his ability to, to dribble drive. I didn't know he had that in him. And, you know, we'll see how much that translates over the Big Ten level. But we've seen him against now a, a, a Big East team. We saw it against a Big 12 team yesterday. He wasn't as good yesterday. We also saw it against a really good Big East team on the road. So he's going to be able to stretch teams out. And, again, hopefully he pulls the really big guys away like Zach Eady, et cetera. Correct. And maybe maybe a game like Purdue's where he could maybe see someone like a bronze, maybe someone who can play him a little physical like – they did a couple of years ago with a Gundale, where yep. basically Edie bounced off of him a couple of times. Well, um, uh, Edie's not going to be bouncing off bronze, but uh, uh, you're right. Maybe we get some minutes out of him. Unfortunately, Evan is not seven foot tall. Um, they could yeah. use they could use a developed Riley Mulvey, but they don't have that right now. Yes, they could. Um, and with the whole, I mean, I heard the last conversation. The whole thing with the with the name stuff. Having seen some of the inner workings of. Of what goes on at the back and on the back side of basketball games, especially at Iowa, what should happen is that the PA announcer and I believe both radio and TV get phonetic the phonetical pronunciation of everyone's name if there's one that's going to be confusing. So there should almost be no no reason that people's names get mispronounced unless it's just some like what I forget the Illinois tight end from like ten years ago who had like a twenty letter last name. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't quite understand, uh, especially but, basketball and the shortage of players to remember why that would be a problem, especially for a Fox broadcast, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, and, on, and on the women's side, I'll play a minor, minor, 
very minor devil's advocate with you. Okay. I know you. I know you said you know there's no reason Clark and them should be on the court, and all the starters were on the court, I believe, for the first couple minutes of the fourth. I didn't know it was going to be on YouTube, and I tuned in right as Hannah got hurt. Okay. Um, but I know even in blowout games, Lisa does put her starters out for like a minute or two. I think just to get that last run and then sends it to the bench. I know Lisa was asked about it, I believe, preseason. And I believe her response, especially when they're asking about, well, Clark can get injured up 40. And she goes, yeah, Clark could also get injured walking off curb. I, I hate, I, yeah. Um, I, I just, I, I'm such a tired, I think it's such a tired, I, I could not yeah. disagree more with that take. <clears throat> I could not disagree more with that take, but I heard her say that. Now, I could, I could potentially understand her being on the court if she was on maybe with four bench players or four freshmen to give maybe her run with them and not the starters. Why? Maybe to get Clark. Just to, if, if those freshmen have to play maybe big minutes later in the season, it gets, her used, gets them used to playing with her. Well, they've played, not, they play together and practice every day. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I know, I mean, in game situations, but well, I, yeah, um, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I you're up but, 40 uh, priority should be getting those ladies off the court and, and yeah, protecting health. But I'm, I mean, I'm not for her running. I, I don't like when Lisa occasionally lets her just run for the triple double. Especially when they're up twenty or thirty, I'm glad she only played. I think it was twenty two minutes tonight. But yeah, I wish. And again, the one minor thing about I think that playing on an ice arena is that that floor is not going to be as solid as normal courts. And I hope <clears throat> no one else gets injured because that's just that's just a bad look. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. I was impressed. I mean, Sharon seemed to have a good go. Sixteen points, a falter, almost fell one rebound short from having ten boards again. Um, <clears throat> Jim Fee got some good run. Fearbach looked like she struggled from the field. And I know Florida Gulf Coast is, I believe, kind of a run and gun team with, I think they said not much size. So if, again, this could be another game tomorrow where Goodman and hopefully O'Grady can show out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully um, they get two more wins. They need two more wins this week. <clears throat> yes. And I, I almost, I almost don't care who they play in the third game as long as they win. I know they probably want revenge on Kansas State. Um, but then again, they lost Kansas State last year, made the national championship. Yeah. <laughs> so correct. Um, and it's early in the year. Lisa's teams always seem to. Last year they did as well. They struggled for about the first month. They had a tough stretch, and then they just turned it on um, later in the season. So. Um, <clears throat> Like I said, hopefully, hopefully Hannah's healthy to go tomorrow because she'll be big for the rest of the season, um, and and hopefully the bigs will show out tomorrow. Um, and football question: Who do you want Iowa to play next week? <laughs> uh, without Cooper to Gene, I don't know that it matters. But uh, I'll say Ohio <laughs> State, but I don't know that it matters. Yeah, because I think I think someone had texted me the line for either of them's over. I was at least a 21 point underdog already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's, um, uh, that's probably fair. It's, <clears throat> I, I, I don't know how they win these games, but you know what? Kudos to them for pulling it out today. Um, kudos to, to the defense for stepping up and to 
I don't even remember the kicker's name. Meter, I know his last name is Meter. Um, kudos to him for knocking that in because probably hard just to come right off the bench and oh yeah, by the way, you're gonna about to kick a game-winning field goal, so go for it. Right. Absolutely. No, kudos to Marshall Meter transferred here because of the Blom situation. And even if this is his only real spotlight at Iowa, what a moment. Yeah, and I heard that on I heard that on the your post game show earlier that yeah, he wouldn't have been here had not Blom did what he did. Yeah. Very true. So it's uh <clears throat> yeah, like it's a great day to be hopefully hopefully the the rest of this weekend will go good and um yeah, I don't. I, I, I feel in the men will beat North Florida. I don't think they'll beat Purdue or Michigan. But having watched the football team this year, stranger things have happened. Yeah, and I don't know that Michigan's all that this year, but we'll see. Um, Purdue's going to be a big enough <clears throat> challenge. So North Florida, first of all, get, get, um, yep, get some some time off. The men will get some time off, and uh, we'll move on. Yep, and I was I was impressed with how they played against Creighton. Um, I was surprised it was close close as it was considering how good Creighton is and it showed Cricky it really showed Cricky's skill set because he was huge oh absolutely yeah um and <clears throat> yeah I, I'm impressed been impressed with Owen hopefully he'll he'll get more confidence um but <clears throat> they they really need they really need at least one Sanfort to go off on threes every game it's it's gonna I, I have a feeling well, they got a couple of them now, so yeah. hopefully somebody can turn into a consistent shooter. And, and you know, Peyton had a good day today, and I know they're counting on him to be probably the leading scorer on the year. I think Cricky's going to challenge him in that. But if they can get Cricky and Sanford to be consistent, fifteen plus <clears throat> point per guy per game guys, the, they got a chance. Yep. And on the women's side, no, Gabby hit a couple threes tonight, which is huge for her. I think Kate hit one or two, maybe. So. I mean that that's a big part of their offense. If those, especially if they can get Gabby rolling, that just makes that offense a lot a lot harder to stop. Yep, absolutely. But well, good talking to you, Corey. Great day to, again. Great day to be a hawk. I appreciate you calling as always, Zach. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks. Sir. Yep. Um, yes, Lemansky. Thank you. Please remind everybody. Remind your friends, do it yourself, share the stream. Please tell others about what we're doing. Still really early in basketball season, men's and women's basketball coverage coming. Special guest, Coach Gary Close, a lot in the pipeline. Thank you for that reminder, Lemansky. Ari Gold says, uh, what is your take on Captain Kirk Ferentz calling ESPN analysts coach killers, player killers? You wonder why there's so much negativity. Uh, I mean, he's right, um, and that's the thing to say if you're the coach, right? Analysts have their job, whether they're just talking heads, whether they're Skip Bayless or Stephen A. Smith or legitimate people in the business. Actually, I think Stephen A. Smith is a legitimate journalist, but a lot of those guys have built their careers on sensationalism, um, and uh, you know everybody has a job to do, so it is what it is. Uh, Kelly, is bronze from Iowa? Yes, he's actually from Iowa City, played high school ball with uh, Patrick McCaffrey. Rick says, uh, Corey, my daughter said in your last show you were too hard on Patrick for having no energy, quote-unquote. No energy. Did I use the word no energy? Well, certainly it had nothing to do with his medical past. I meant from a simple difference of how he played today and how he played yesterday. I thought he brought it today, especially in transition, which is what they need from him. He's never going to be some half-court killer. Um, He can score in the half-court, but his – 
you know, longer, lankier frame. He's not the best rebounder, although he did rebound the ball decently well today. But he's got to bring it um, in transition. I thought he did that tonight. He and Tony Perkins responded well after a tough game yesterday. Um, again, the women defeating uh, Fort Wayne and uh, doing so behind a strong performance from Caitlin Clark. 29 points on the night for Caitlin and uh, was taken out early in that fourth quarter. Let me find her final stats for you on the day. Uh, pull up the score one more time for everybody. Again, final score, 98-59. to 59. Caitlin Clark had 29 points, 8 assists, and uh, 3 rebounds. And by the way, she is our RTI Threads player of the game. I mentioned earlier, Ben Cricky is our men's RTI Threads player of the game. Caitlin Clark is our women's RTI Threads player of the game. How about 19-5 and five for Ben, 29-8 and eight for Caitlin, and an efficient night for Caitlin Clark, just 13 attempts, 8 of 13 from the field and 6 of 9 from three-point range. Hannah Stolke added 13 points for the Hawks along with eight rebounds. She did hit the floor hard. Hopefully she is okay moving forward, did not return in the fourth quarter. They did not need her. Um, Kate Martin with nine points, five rebounds, three assists, three blocks for her as well. Sharon Goodman came off the bench with 16 points. Um, Iowa, again, mixing up that starting lineup, 16 for Sharon Goodman, three rebounds off the bench, one assist, one steal, no turns for Sharon. Jada, uh, Jemphy played five minutes as well. Excuse me. She actually played six minutes, five points, two rebounds, one assist. Taylor McCabe added. Uh, five points with one three-point make. Sydney Falter, seven points, nine rebounds. She has really improved in helping them immensely on the glass. Addison O'Grady added four points. Kenise Johnson, ETN, had two points. AJ Ediger did not score, did log four minutes. And uh, I think the one player I didn't mention was Gabby Marshall, who had six points, did hit a couple of threes early, which is good to see. Three assists, two steals, two turnovers for Gabby Marshall. Molly Davis with two points, three rebounds, three assists, one steal. Zero turnovers and a blowout victory for the women down at the Gulf Coast Showcase. The Iowa men improved to 3-1 and one all-time against Seton Hall, uh, posting back-to-back wins. Remember, they won last year against the Pirates. Uh, the win is head coach Fran McCaffrey's 265th as Iowa's head coach. Seven wins shy of becoming the winningest coach in school history, so that will likely happen at some point during uh, the first half of conference play season. Um, Peyton Sanford had 22 points. He was 7 of 14 from the field, including four threes, had nine rebounds. I mentioned Ben Cricky with 19 points, 8 of 10 uh, field goal shooting. He's making a season, or made a season high 80% of his attempts tonight, tied for the team lead with five assists. He's been in double figures every game and has shot at least 60% from the field in four of those games. Sanford, Cricky, Perkins, and Patrick were all in double figures. A lot of balance with this Hawkeye squad offensively. They shot 56.4% from the floor, which is a season high. The fourth time this season, uh, the team has shot at least 50%. So they're shooting the ball well overall. Iowa finished with 20 assists on 31 field goals. It's the fourth time this year they've had at least 20 assists. Shot 60% from the field in the first half. Team's best first half shooting percentage, second best overall shooting half. They shot 62% against North Dakota, uh, what, uh, two weeks ago? And Cricky and Perkins scored 17 of Iowa's first 22 points. Iowa led 15 to four over the first five minutes and by as many as 18 in that first half before Seton Hall cut it down to single digits in the second. 
Hawkeyes limited Seton Hall to 27.5% from the field in the first half. Gave up a lot of offensive rebounds, uh, but that was the lowest output of the season for the Pirates in a half. The Pirates missed 11 straight shots for a six and a half minute stretch in the opening 20 minutes. Had a 36% field goal percentage Seton Hall did on um, on the game, I believe, which is the, the uh, well, let me get this straight. Seton Hall, I'm reading the game notes here. Seton Hall had a 36.0% field goal percentage this season, the second lowest by an opponent. I cannot be for the season. I can't imagine they're shooting 36% on the season, but they shot 36%, I believe, in the game. Let me pull this up here. Official stats from Iowa for the men. Perhaps we're going to get these official stats for the men. I've got them on my phone here. Let me pull them up here. Patrick McCaffrey, 10 points for Patrick, six rebounds. That's what they need out of him. Four of six shooting as well for Patrick. Got in transition, had a couple of assists as well. Ben Cricky, 19 points. Had uh, five assists, just one rebound. But if you're getting rebounding from Patrick, uh, that's good, as uh, is the rebounding from Peyton Sanford. He had nine rebounds with 22 points and five assists, along with uh, two turnovers, a steal, and um, I believe a block for Peyton Sanford. DeSante Bowen had three points on just one three uh, one attempt, one field goal attempt and a free throw make. Josh Dix played 20 minutes, had nine points, was three of four from the field, including one of one from three and two of two from the free throw line. Owen Freeman played 15 minutes, had six points to go along with three rebounds. Brock Harding did not score, did play Nine minutes. Laji uh, Dembele or Dembele played 13 minutes, did have three rebounds uh, and uh, two points for Laji. Price Sanford did not log stats. He did play three minutes in the game. So those are your stats, folks. Uh, maybe I missed Tony Perkins. 14 points for Tony, five assists, five rebounds. Uh, he could have easily been our RTI Threads player of the game. That's a pretty solid stat line. And uh, Tony, sometimes getting the, it's in the bugaboo of turning the ball over, did have uh, two turnovers today, but uh, still five to two assist turnover ratio. You can you can live with that if you're Fran McCaffrey and company. All right, let's go to our final caller of the night, Iowa Smokehouse. I'm Bobby. Hello. How you do? Good. How about you? Doing good, man. Well, I just want to talk about some Iowa basketball. I just want to comment on Iowa basketball and Iowa football. Okay. I just want to say Brock Harding and Owen Freeman are looking really good as a duo. And then Iowa football, I don't know how we keep winning. It's like magic. It's like Santa Claus's ass. But, God, we need to get Deacon the Beacon the fuck off the field. I mean, our offensive coordinator doesn't even have a fucking head. He's Okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Bobby? 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 Okay, Bobby jumped off. Got to keep it clean. I don't know if you're trying to troll or you're trying to be funny. We're not going to be having F-bombs dropped on the show. That's not what this show is about. So we'll uh, splice that out for our audio listeners later. Apologize to our live listeners. Please keep it clean if you're going to call in. Appreciate that. All right. Appreciate all of our sponsors. And uh, we'll give one final plug to Iowa Smokehouse. They've been sponsoring our call-in line all evening. They also sponsor... Our post-game coverage for both men's and women's basketball, along with football. Visit them online at iowasmokehouse.com and use the code Hawkeyes for 15% off your order. Tasting is believing you'll get $50 orders with free shipping. How about that for a perk? Courtesy of Iowa Smokehouse, you can also follow them on Instagram, Facebook, 
YouTube at Iowa Smokehouse. Thank you to Iowa Smokehouse. Tasting is believing. All right, folks, it's been a long day. Been another long day. The Iowa men winning, beating Seton Hall 85-72 to down in San Diego. The Iowa women defeating Purdue-Fort Wayne 98-59 down in Florida. And the Iowa football team defeating Nebraska 13-10. to More to come, folks. Tomorrow night, Iowa, the women will take on Florida Gulf Coast down in Florida. Solid Florida Gulf Coast team, kind of a home game for uh, FGC. 7.30 p.m. Central Time to start on Flow Hoops. I doubt that game will be on their YouTube channel, but uh, we'll see. It'll be on Flow Hoops if you want to purchase Flow Hoops. All of these shows are all podcasted, folks. Uh, follow me on uh, Twitter, Instagram for updates, but you can also follow the podcast on your favorite podcast platforms by searching From the Hawkeye of the Storm. Again, that's From the Hawkeye of the Storm. If you're able to, please consider donating. Um, the majority of the donations that we get in this show are typically during post-game shows. Um, and, and that's okay because that's the bread and butter of what we do here. But uh, please don't assume other people are going to continue to do that. Really, this is the busiest time of year for me and for the show. So please consider doing that to support things if you can. If you're also interested in su- sponsoring the show, sponsoring any part of the platform, email me from the eye of the storm at outlook.com. That's from the eye of the storm, all one word at outlook.com. Please also hit the like button, subscribe if you've not done so. Please share our show out on social media. You can shop shop Amazon with us. There's a link to our Amazon link, Amazon store, all your regular shopping through our link and support the work being done here. And um, anything else? Am I missing anything else? There's a merch line also link to that in the description. You can sign up for a free trial of Aura. Protect your information. Help them. Allow them to protect you. Visit Aura.com slash Hawkeyes and tell them when you're filling out the form that from the Hawkeye of the Storm on YouTube sent you. Aura.com slash Hawkeyes. Use that link. It helps us immensely. Helps us immensely, folks. Iowa postgame with Coach Gary Close and Coach John Patterson, supported by our sponsors and you, the viewer, and your generous donations. We'll be back tomorrow, folks, for postgame coverage following the women's game against Florida Gulf Coast. Until then, have a great night, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.